Welcome to Arpanimi. This is Saratova Best. Good Yantif, good Yantif. It's Purim Kotsam. It's a very special Yantif of revolution. A powerful revolution to once and for all destroy a Amalek. It's the age-old revolution. It's our mandate. We're all thinking about mandates these days and truckers. So it is the mandate. It's the ultimate mandate. We don't want to get rid of all mandates. This is the mandate that we want to keep, the mandate to destroy, once and for all, Amalek. Who does it? Mashiach Tzitkenu. Hashem does it through Mashiach Tzitkenu. And so we're just going to look for a couple of minutes at uh, where are we today in that mandate <laughs> to destroy, and why, why Purim Cotton? In the, in, in 1992, in Tuxin and Base, uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe gave us a Kuntris, Kuntris Purim Katan, Atatitzava. And essentially, the Rebbe was speaking about on Purim Katan, he was, before I tell you what he was speaking about, he was drawing on the Kaichas of, of the Friedrich Rebbe in 1927, who was drawing on the Kaichas of Mordechai Tzadik in the time of Purim, who was drawing on the Kaichas of Maishra Benu. To what? To empower us as people to finally do the final battle to destroy a mullock. By what? By living with that spark of Mashiach in us, that spark of Maishra Benu in us, that power spark in which we are the leaders of the world, we are the conquerors, we are the ones who in the end are victorious over a mullock. To bring that to the surface, this is one of the kaichas of Purim Katan, that that is brought to the surface. And therefore, we're able to do the job. And so the history for just a couple of seconds is, as I said, Kudris Purim Katan was said in, in Tavshin Mem Aleph in 1981. But in that contrast, the Rebbe spoke about that this mimer is based on the Kibbal HaYehudim. 1927, the Kibbal HaYehudim, Purim Katan. Rebbe says a mimer. It's just before he's taken to, imprison, to, to prison for spreading Yiddishkeit. It's the height, it's the height of, of, of all of the, it's the height of the Bolsheviks, of the Marxists, of the Communists, to destroy in their in their heyday, in their height, their plan, their mandate to destroy Hashem once and for all, God forbid. God forbid. That was what they were about. Stalin Yamashima, who came into power in nineteen twenty two, I looked it up yesterday, and went all the way till nineteen fifty three when we did it. We did what we had to do. His mandate, as eventually becoming the head of this communist party was once and for all, get rid of Hashem, God forbid. And of course, we as the Jewish people, all through history, as the representatives of Hashem, were the ones who were targeted. So if that's the case, we need a tremendous kaychus in 1927, and the Rebbe himself needed tremendous kaychus to be able to withstand what we were going to go through. What Yidin, what Yidin in Russia went through in the 30s, how many were exterminated? The 30s, the 40s, and then the Holocaust. But what, what, what that Bolshevik revolution that 
was so powerful. We needed the ability to withstand it all and to stand up to a Molech with the spark of Maish Rebbeinu in us. And we did. And Yiddishkeit today in the world comes from that. It's here today because of that Nasiris Nefesh. And where did that Nasiris Nefesh come from in 1927, Tafresh Pei That day of Purim Katan, that the Rebbe Rayat activated it, where did he take it from? He took it from the time of Purim. When the Nasiris Nefesh of Purim was once in all of history, one entire year at the time of Purim, for any Jew to rethink it and decide he's not ready to give his life al-Kiddush Hashem. We had one whole year to think. Think about it. During the Gezeir of Purim, we knew a year later, every Jew would be wiped out, Rahman God forbid, the Hayalatiyah. And we could have reconsidered and just become, there were Ivrim and Yehudim, and the Ivrim didn't have to worry. The Yehudim had had the Gezer on, had the decree on them. Not one Jew in that entire year at the time of Purim gave in. Everyone stood strong for truth. Everyone. There was never before or ever after a level of Nefes like that. Every single Jew for one entire year. Without one Missing one heartbeat. How did we have that power of Mesiris Nefesh? Mordechai Tzadik brought out the spark, the spark of Meisher Bain, the Meisha of the generation, brought out that level of Mesiris Nefesh, that spark of, of Mashiach and that spark of Meisher Bainu in us was brought to the surface. And so it expressed itself as our natural tendency, Mesiris Nefesh. We will never disconnect from Hashem even if it costs us our lives. God forbid. And this all comes from my Shurbeinu, the Raya Mehemna. So imagine all of that being filtered from my Shurbeinu to the generation at the time of Purim, to, my, to, to Mordechai, bringing it out in us, the time of Purim, and then the Rebbe Rayat in 1927 in Tafresh Pei Zayin, seeing that now it was necessary in a different time. Purim it was necessary because we were going to be exterminated physically, God forbid. 1927, total spiritual plan of spiritual eradication of the Jewish people, God forbid. And we were strengthened to stand up. The Rebbe Rayat's told, brought together nine Hasidim and said, we will form a minion, I will be the tenth. We will spread Yiddishkeit, even though they're trying to stop us, till, till the last drop of blood. You may have to even be replaced. You may not actually physically survive this. You may, you may, you may end up leaving the world and, you, and someone else will take your place and we will fight this till the end. And that was the pact. And then the Rebbe Reyes was taken to prison himself. And then it culminated with his Gu'ulan Yudbeis Tamus. And this same power that enabled Yidden and Hasidim to go through the 20s and the 30s with total mysterious nefesh to teach two little children under the floorboards on, in, a, in the kitchen in a little hut somewhere in a house, knowing what could happen to them if they were ever caught. This mysterious nefesh was then given to us in 1981 in Tafshin Mem Aleph, and then as the Rebbe handed us this printed kuntras, in Tavshin and Base 1992, to no longer die al-Kiddush Hashem, but to live Kiddush Hashem. 
to live Mashiach, not to die for Mashiach, to live for Mashiach, to live in the realm of Mashiach. So that's what Purim Katan is all about. The battle of Maishar Benu to destroy Amalek. Remember the original battle written in Chumash? There comes Amalek as we're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. We've been wandering in the, in the desert, in the, in the Chumash. We've been wandering in the Midbar for 40 years. We're about to enter Eretz Yisrael. Boom, here he comes again, Amalek. He came to us when we left Mitzrayim. Then as we're about to go into Eretz Yisrael, he comes to us again. And it was a fierce battle. Of course, Amalek didn't want us to go into Eretz Yisrael and bring the Geula. He is the antithesis of that. And so Maishu Rabbeinu was fighting a fierce battle. And when he became weak, his arms were held up. And as long as his arms were up, the battle was won by us. And as, when, his, when he became weak, the battle was, we were failing. That's the same thing today. And I'm sorry, and another time in history, at the time of Shaul HaMelech, when David HaMelech was anointed king, when we now had Mashiach Tzidkenu in the world, anointed, David HaMelech, at that time, around that time, Amalek came again. It was actually just before David HaMelech, when, when Shaul was the king, and David HaMelech was then about to become the next, Amalek came. And he comes one more time, four times in history, just before the Gulish Lema, Amalek comes. And he rears his ugly head and tries to do whatever he can. We're used to the idea that Amalek is, you know, he puts doubts in your mind. Yes. But there's a fierce battle of Milchemus Hashem that's more than just doubts in your mind. Mashiach is not just like, sorry, Amalek is not just like a little doubt machine in your mind. That, that's one piece of it. He's very real. And he wants nothing less than to destroy God, Hashem, once and for all. God forbid. Nuchemes Hashem. And who fights him? Mashiach. Yilcham Nuchemes Hashem. V'yinetech. V'initech. Mashiach fights the wars of Hashem. And he wins. And we're in the middle of Nuchemes Hashem now. But as we say every time, the old war used to be bang, bang, shoot, shoot. And now it's bioweaponry. Etc. And uh, and plans for a Malik, a Malik trying to take control of the world once and for all. It's called the radical left. It's called the globalists. With their plans, which if you study their plans, they're very Amalekish. So we're saying. So just to wrap it all up. So we're saying a Malik was Haman. Well, we got rid of him. Amalek was a real Amalek. And then he came along, as we said, at the time of when David Amalek was about to become king. And then we, and, and, and then we had Haman. Same guy. Amalek, Amalek, Amalek. He just keeps coming back. He pops up again. Guy has nine lives, I guess. And then he'll come in different forms. And then we had Stalin and Hitler, Yamakshamam, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end, we understand that a Amalek will come. He has to somehow, it looks like from now, he's imploding from within. We can't just have him wiped out by Hashem. Everybody knows the hoorah story. 
1953. We're not going to mention it now. We're not going to go through it now. But at the end of time, a Amalek will come along with his plans. Very simple. Look at them now. Look at the radical left. How do you get rid of Hashem, God forbid? You take Hashem, you know, you take Hashem out of the picture, God forbid. You create, you destroy all of history. You destroy the family structure. You destroy Ishva Isha. You destroy the idea of procreation. You, you destroy the idea of gender difference. You destroy the idea of, of belief in Hashem, etc., etc., etc. You destroy everything solid and healthy that is behind the seven Noahide laws. That's what you do if you're a Malek. And you win. You try to succeed. And you try to take over the whole world with your plan. And you even, if you're a Malek, believe that you will finally succeed. A hundred years after, the Bolsheviks tried it, as Putin said. A hundred years ago, the Bolsheviks tried to do this. It failed. It was horrifying. Why are you Americans doing it again? Why are you, why are you waking up a hundred years later and reinventing the wheel that was already destroyed because it was so horrific? But here we are at that moment. So it brings us to the truckers. Well, here we go. Here we are in Canada. It's the same old thing. A, a, a desire for truth, no longer just coming from the Yidden, coming from the nations of the world. A desire for justice and truth, a desire for the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach, without them understanding it, for the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach to actually become basic reality, courts of just, justice, etc. For healthy values to be reinstated. And you have heads of governments, as we do in Canada, saying we will impose a fascist rule on this country and on the whole world. And we will finally get to do what a Malek wanted to do fully. So, what's the conclusion? We can either be t- terrified or we can realize that we had a political move that was introduced yesterday, last night. Boom! On the dot, on Purim Katan. Our Prime Minister, he thought he's going to win. He didn't realize if you're going to pick a day to impose a fascist rule that violates all of democracy, don't do it on Purim Katan, because on Purim Katan, Maishrabenu wins, and Amalek loses. You will be destroyed. As Haman said when he threw the dice when he wanted to Rahmanuslan wipe out the Yidden he said oh great he looked every month he said that month is no good and that month is no good and that month is no good and he said but but what he threw it for the month of Adar and he said great great time to get rid of them because it's the mazel of fish and he said, just like fish swallow, I am going to swallow up the Jews. And Hashem said, Russia. Just like fish swallow, they get swallowed. You will be swallowed up by the ones that you wanted to swallow. This is what Hashem said to Amalek. This is what Hashem is saying to Amalek today, on Purim Katan, on the day that the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe together 
And with the, and together with the Rebbe Rashab in 1920, his father, Friedrich Rebbe's father, really worked as a tr- triumvirate to once and for all get rid of a Malik, to fight at, to the point of Messiris Nefesh, and to empower all Yidden to fight to the point of Messiris Nefesh for truth, and for Torah truth, and for the seven Noahide laws, and for all the, the 613 mitzvahs and for the truth of Tyra. On this day, they fought their hardest. And we could say that that battle of Purim Katan, that mimer of Purim Katan, 1927, Tafresh Pei Zion, and that mimer of 1981, Tafshin Mem Aleph, etc. That was all for then, but especially for today, as we stand here today in the midst of a chaotic world that is disintegrating so that it can re- reconstitute as a world of Mashiach. So we say, Hashem, we're ready to be infused. We're ready for, as the Rebbe says in Kuntras Purim Katan, the spark of Mashiach, the spark of Meishar Benu in you will be brought to the surface and you will be nurtured. That Amuna, that level will be nurtured in you by the Meishrebeinu of the generation, and you will be able to step into your full power as a Yid, as a torchbearer, as a lamplighter. You and all Yidin, and from all Yidin to all the nations of the world, will be empowered with the strength to stand up as, as those who, as somebody said, have the pen in their hand to write history at this moment, the history of truth and justice. Truth. So we say, Hashem, it's Purim Katan. We know you're giving us this kayach, this kayach, and we know that we're going to be victorious as we speak. We are being victorious. A Moloch is crumbling. He's fighting as he's crumbling, but he's crumbling. And we will emerge in Mir Hashem today to find ourselves in the base of the Shlishi and La Yehudim Haisa Arva Simcha Vesatan Vikar came to Yelena. Good yantif to everybody. This is a special, this, this shear is the schluss of Rafu Shlema for Leia Batschai Afreda and all those who need a Rafu Shlema and all those who need a Yeshua. May we find ourselves in the Gulamitis Vashlema now.